0: Hello everyone, welcome to Arash's World. Today we have a special guest. We have Michelle Bitton on our our program. How are you doing, Michelle?
1: I'm great, thank you for having me.
0: Wonderful, so I would like to start off with the toughest question and then it gets easier as we get along. And as we go along, uh, hopefully we get along. And uh, the question is, how would you briefly describe yourself to our audience here?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Um, I am a health advocate. My passion is to help, pre- help people achieve um, health and balance in their life. So as a health and wellness coach, an author, and an educator, um, health is my main focus.
0: Oh, that's wonderful. That's pretty close to what I'm doing. So there we have that in common already. I want to talk to you today about your book, uh, which is called The Instant Anxiety Solution, Five Simple Steps to Quiet Your Mind and Achieve Calm. Um, so, um, love the title. Yeah. And if you can uh, show us here quickly for those who are watching yet. Yeah, so the instant anxiety solution, and you're offering a uh, simple steps, um, Very to, simple. To, to deal with it. Now we're going to get to that in a moment, but why anxiety? Why is your focus anxiety here?
1: That's a good question. Um, I started my writing 20 plus years ago. I had a successful, um, Series of books around pregnancy called Pregnancy Without Pounds. And at that time, when I was pregnant, my passion was helping women get through pregnancy successfully and melt their pregnancy pounds afterwards. So I helped a lot of people with that. And then um, my daughter started struggling with very severe anxiety, and my focus became anxiety to help her get through it. And I found that when she struggled, I struggled. So it was something that we went through together. And um, I tried everything for her and nothing was working. I tried natural, allopathic, everything until I had this conversation with a friend of mine who happens to be a a, um, a doctor in uh, psychology. She's got her PhD in uh, behavior- dialectical behavioral therapy. And um, she said to me that she... Um, She had a solution and I said, what is it? And she said, well, anxiety emotions only last seven minutes long. And I said, what does that mean? Emotions only last seven minutes long. And um, I like all of a sudden the light bulbs went off, the, the fireworks went off. And I thought, wow, emotions only last seven minutes. I can really do something with that. I can really help people learn how to. Um, manage their emotions. And when you manage, you can manage the emotions that you can change your health, you learn how to manipulate and kind of hijack your, your own nervous system to take control of how you're feeling. And so I created the instant anxiety solution, the five step, what I call the alarm program
0: hmm. And, and let's look at that. I think that was, that's pretty amazing. So it's a five step program. You call it uh, alarm, A l a r m. Yes. And each, each letter uh, stands for something. Let's go yes. through each of them. And I, I recently came up with an um, algorithm of relaxation that I'd like to share with you, too, just recently. So then we can talk about that, too. But let's talk about your five step alarm. So A, what does that stand for?
1: So A, um, I can show it here. Mm-hmm. People can see. So the first one is to activate your parasympathetic nervous system, and that is my favorite step. Mm-hmm. It. I'm just going to move my dog here. She's snoring. So one second. Move away here, honey. There we go. And I'm back. Um. So um. That actually, the dog is one great way to um activate your parasympathetic nervous system. So what it is is when you're feeling anxious, your um, your um, sympathetic makes- nervous system goes on overdrive. It goes into a state of fight or flight. And you pretty much, I mean, it's a great reaction. It's an important reaction. It gets our body into a, a, a running, like a getting out of danger situation. But the problem is often like if you're going to a meeting or you're going on to a a call or you're standing in front of people, you get that same kind of panicky reaction, but you can't run and hide. So what you wanna do is get your body into a parasympathetic state, and you wanna activate your parasympathetic nervous system quickly, on demand when you need it, to get your body to calm down. I say it's almost like if you're activating the nervous system, your, your, your foot's pressing hard on the gas. Yeah and the parasympathetic nervous system is um pressing on the on the brakes so it slows that anxious reaction down so yeah, that is step it, when, 1
0: yeah and so the the amygdala fires and when when we exactly. in that zone we see everything as a threat to our existence to our to our body to or it's like a mortal lethal danger and it, it often exactly. we overreact exactly itself right you
1: you you overreact and your your logical brain
0: shuts off
1: shuts off so you actually you can't think logically people try to solve anxiety logically they try to think your way out of it and this is my first rule you cannot think your way out of anxiety the first step you have to do is bring your body down Bring your nervous system down. And I talk a lot about ways how to do that. There are very quick techniques that you can learn how to do that can quickly activate your nervous system, your calming nervous system, (laughs) and calm down that, that fight or flight reaction. Mm-hmm. Exactly, the amygdala. That's and you want and, and to activate when, the prefrontal cortex to think logically.
0: When people are in that state, you can't really have a discussion, argue with them, because as you're seeing, they're not thinking logically, and that often leads to uh, fights and arguments. And and so we have to be aware of that. It's like let's let's tone down first before we try to to do anything about it. Correct?
1: Exactly. And there are lots of things that you can do. And again, anxiety exists on a spectrum. Mm -hmm. so sometimes you're feeling a little bit of anxiety sometimes you feel a lot of anxiety but the, the 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 thing is is that anxiety is manageable there are ways how to manage it so for example if I'm feeling a little bit of anxiety I'll just kind of I mean deep breathing is a great way but my favorite way is to just do a little tug on my ear and it immediately activates my calming nervous system that parasympathetic nervous system I mentioned before about the dog hugging my dog hugging a dog is a great way to activate the the parasympathetic nervous system and it it seems like it's so simple and there are simple ways to do it another one of my favorite things is to put lip gloss on the lips have a lot of um, nerve fibers that what it, like going in circles like this activates the calming nervous system. So there's lots of hacks.
0: Yeah. I, I love how you're of... combining the body here, the somatic with the cognitive, because it's not as easy as like calm down. And okay, I will no. obey and calm down. It doesn't work that way.
1: No, so, I'm a very yeah. holistic person. Yeah. I've got my training in psychology, kinesiology, um, holistic nutrition it, and um, fitness, like it, it just all comes together um, to give a holistic approach. So, the first step, the number one is to activate that nervous system. Yeah. Step two is to label. Mm-hmm. And that's a simple, that, that is an interesting step because it's labeling what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. And that's great very distance often,
0: from your emotion, right? Yeah.
1: And very often, people have a hard time identifying what it is they're actually feeling. So there's a lot of um, techniques that we can learn to identify what it is that we're feeling. Um, My favorite is to look at the behavior, to look at the behavior to give us clues to how we're feeling. For example, like if we wanna apologize or if we wanna run or if we wanna hide or if we wanna like cry, like it's really critical. It's it's almost like you can't fix if you don't know what it is. Exactly. So we have to first figure out what it is that we're fixing. So that is step
0: two. Yeah. Just so, before we, we move on, I like the, the word also anxious. We use it in different terms. I'm anxious to see you. I'm anxious to do this podcast or I'm anxious about this test. So, and and the feeling, the sensation can be often very similar when you in love with someone, the, you, the anxiety you feel is actually a good kind of feeling or excitement that we feel, but then it's like really labeling it, but becomes clearer in our mind. Well, what is this feeling? And I think that's important because it's like excitement is very similar similar in essence the same sensations as anxiety but one of them is more destructive or kind of can limit us in different ways while the other one is 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 good is something that we want to get into and the labeling just creates a whole different response towards it is my point you
1: just hit on a very good point and that is it was a huge paradigm shift for me and it's a very important concept to get that anxiety is something that we don't Necessarily want to get rid of
0: Mm -hmm, anxiety
1: is not a bad thing, Mm -hmm. we just have to keep it at a manageable level so it doesn't interfere with our lives. But we actually need a certain amount of anxiety to function in our day to day lives. Mm -hmm. If we don't have it, like if there's zero anxiety, you'd have a hard time getting out of bed in the morning. Yeah, good point. You'd have a hard time getting to work on time or doing assignments. Mm -hmm. So they actually. They actually say that you need you know, around a level four anxiety out of 10 to be able to function yeah. effectively in your day.
0: Yeah, it's a parasy- parasympathetic nervous system, but it needs to be in balance with the active one, right? Otherwise you just, again, as you're saying, you just don't do anything because you're way too relaxed. And we yeah. need a certain amount of that. And we talk about an optimal uh, stress amount in terms of schooling. That's when learning is best, but when it's overwhelming, that's when it's an issue. And one of the things that really fascinated me in my psych class I took uh, years ago at at UBC was very interesting because they say when we go on dates, we usually have coffee and that's actually on purpose because it arouses us. And then we find the other person more attractive and uh, we see more things in common. So there we have the arousal is, is, (laughs) is necessary for our daily life. And the anxiety is as well. But yes. again, how do we deal with it? How do we label it and all that? That's a great point that you're making too.
1: The words I like to use is take charge. I like that. Like how can you, instead of it controlling you, how can you control it? How can you take charge of your feeling, take yes. charge of your nervous system? I'm a coach. And, and to me, it like the tools and techniques are very important for me. And that's what it, like the, the book is mainly about giving lots and lots of tools and techniques so they can take charge Mm
0: -hmm. also like your next point I think that's hugely important too
1: the next point is to acknowledge that goes back to the temporary the the emotions are seven minutes and that's an interesting concept in itself because very often people are scared of feeling emotions they're scared of stepping into their emotions. They avoid it. They go around it. They go mm-hmm. under it. They go over it. They suppress it. They numb it. Substances, whatever it is, food, they, they anything to not feel. But if you can't go through the emotion, you can't get to the other side. Yes. Yeah. You can only push it down and hide it or ignore it for a certain amount of time, and then it will bubble up. Mm-hmm. It bubbles up and causes problems.
0: I like the pressure cooker example because if you don't release it, it will explode. Right. So you because do have to be very careful with that. And I, my approach, I used to do the same thing, try to avoid it. And now I actually seek it in many ways when it's there, not, you know, uh, not just looking for it, but when there's a situation that's like, oh, this is an opportunity where I can face something that I'm afraid of, I feel uncomfortable with. And then you realize it's actually not that bad. You can so- get through it.
1: And that's an interesting concept because that's something that people don't know how to do. So how, what does that look like for you to step into your emotion?
0: Well, it's, it's, you feel that uh, like alarm. I like the term too, because there's this alarm. It's like, wait a minute, this is, uh, I want to escape from this situation, right? I want to walk out of this room. I want to uh, avoid this conversation with this person, but then you lean into it and you say, I'm going to go against that initial feeling, because that's, that's anxiety speaking, you need to label it, of course, it's not a real threat. It's not an existential threat. And then just slowly take that path. And once you do that, you realize, "Ah, it's actually not that bad. And often, we are thinking is negative, and we see it in a negative light, but it's not that bad. And uh, for example, I joined a writers group, and it's like, I don't want to share my story with them, because they will not like it. And there was a moment where I just like said, no, I, I'm fine. But then, no, I do want to lean into it and share it with them. And let's see what happens. And the, the result was very positive and uplifting. And now I have less hesitation, less fear to do that because I've done it. And I had a very positive response to mood. So yeah, yeah.
1: To, yeah to step into it, yeah. to, to gently, go through right? it.
0: Yeah, gently, but still a bit of a nudge, I think is necessary.
1: It takes practice.
0: It does. It It takes
1: practice. So that brings me into an interesting concept. That's number four, is to remember. To remember to avoid layering your thoughts and emotions. So this is an interesting one because this is what causes the emotion to stay alive. It it causes our emotions to stay around um, and it causes our suffering. Mm-hmm. Because it's that original emotion that we have, and then we add all these extra yeah. thoughts and emotions on top mm-hmm. of it. It's the oh my goodness, what if, and, and then the yeah. snowball gets bigger and bigger. So you're, you're dealing with this, this feeling that's very overwhelming. Yeah. I call it, it's like snowballing or adding on. Yeah. And that takes a lot of practice to learn how to not do that.
0: It's automatic. It's unconscious in many ways. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But it, awareness yeah, is so going. important. We loop. Going. We go yeah. over. I call it catastrophic thinking where the yeah. we just like just really get into it. And that's that's the algorithm that uh I came up with it on a walk where I was my parasympathetic uh, uh nervous system was was in overdrive. That's when I came up with that. So I'm just gonna share that in a moment because I also like your last point, which is also hugely important. The
1: the M, the last yeah. point in the alarm is to move forward yes. and take action. Yes. That that is the critical thing. That's mm-hmm. the coach, that's the coaching side yeah. because I'm not teaching people how to solve what was. Mm -hmm. I'm helping them live, learn how to live. It's called the art of mindfulness. (laughs) Learn how to live in the now Mm -hmm. and then problem solve. That's where you want to do all your problem solving, the logical thinking, Mm -hmm. and then take it a step forward and do the goal setting Mm -hmm. and taking action.
0: Yeah. Exactly. So so I, I love it. Uh, all the points are so important. I like how you explain it also step by step. So we see it as a process. And each of the process, again, each of the points we need to work on, as you say, it takes some effort but it is worth it because the more we do it the easier it'll come to us and then again the last step is really like moving forward and we have to there's a choice i mean we can remain stagnant or we can move and i think it's life is about movement so we have to life
1: move. is about taking chances and moving forward yes exactly the mm-hmm. book is full of great exercises at the end that people can practice what they've learned so mm-hmm. it it there's a like it's like a workbook So there's a really good goal setting exercise at the end too. So again, they're practicing everything they're learning and it is very practical and and will really help them move forward.
0: Mm -hmm. So it's very similar to what I came up with, the algorithm of relaxation. I think of like you have a situation and you ask yourself, is this really serious? Our immediate reaction is yes. But then it's like, wait, let's think about it. I gonna be late for a meeting. Is this really serious? I just received an email from my boss and it's not pleasant. Is this really serious? If it is serious, then you say, okay, well, let's let's focus on it and do something about it. If it's not really serious, just take it easy. Just relax because and then Learn that how brings to let in, it go. Uh, just let it go right it's it's gonna be fine. And that brings us in a state where we question our reaction, our immediate reaction to things. We pause for a moment and that's mindfulness. It's so important for me. We pause for a moment and say, is this really that serious, that important? And often it's not, often it's not. And then you can relax and you can still take action, but with mindfulness instead of the the knee jerk reaction, or you're on the defensive and so on, you just calm down and then your response will be so much clearer and better and more peaceful.
1: Yeah. I like how you're, you're, you've come up with a strategy that works for you mm-hmm. to ask yourself if it's serious. Yes. And and it's in, it's important to come up with strategies that work. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's great.
0: Mm-hmm. So uh, with this, uh, it's I also like how you say uh, you have a holistic approach, right? So it's important to take all aspects into consideration. And it's not just one thing or one aspect. And, uh, and I think that's, that's so important because it's like, and often when it comes to CBT as well, um, cognitive behavioral therapy, there's like the focus is, in my view, rather limited on a certain part. And it's really the cognitive or change your thought patterns and you're going to be fine. But it's not that. It's just, we're full. Human beings and their various aspects—emotional, spiritual, and uh, cognitive—and so our bodies as well. Our bodies telling us something, and be listen to it. Don't tell it what you feel; it feels this way, and find out why. Yeah, yeah. use it in tandem. And uh, how did you come up at, uh, with this uh, holistic view? And I know you have uh, various different backgrounds too. Um, how does it all gel together? Come together here.
1: I have always really um, advocated for balance and a holistic approach. Mm-hmm. My, my, it's just who I am mm-hmm. is a very, um, I, I've, I'm not schooled just in one thing. I've, I've brought everything in because we are, the mind and body are critical mm-hmm. to, to deal with both. Both help. They, we, we can't work just as one. And I mean, I was, I was talking the other day and just, even walking, I, I talk a lot about the, the importance of walking and moving. Mm-hmm. And um, that's so important to help us get into that parasympathetic state. It's important mm-hmm. for our our overall well being our fitness, our weight, our, our mental health, eating well, all of these things taking, you know, paying attention to the gut, the importance of like probiotics. So all of it comes into helping us deal I mean that was really I didn't want to write a book on anxiety that was like all the other books mm-hmm. I, I needed to come at it in a different way that I knew could make a difference and I am a health and wellness coach mm-hmm. and it, it is about a holistic approach so holistic practical step by step
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and as you say it's instant it's a solution we can apply it immediately in the moment and i like that it doesn't take like years years. of of psychotherapy together it's like in the moment but as as you're saying too there are certain parts that uh, certain strategies we can add to it to to make it work more effectively for ourselves as well exactly
1: exactly and that that was important to me that worked a lot in my life, everything that's in here, I've tried, yeah. it works. Yeah. It's not something that I'm just writing, because I learned it, but I've, I've used it, I've applied it, it works.
0: Mm-hmm. One thing I'd like to mention, too, is the tunnel vision that we usually get. And just to shift our, our focus and our attention to other things, because I remember when I would be stressed, I would not hear the birds. And they are singing, and so it's like that moment again, where how I see mindfulness of like paying attention to these small things that are so around us constantly, and we ignore or don't see. And once we do that, then we we don't feed the the this negative catastrophic thinking, and that helps us to to calm down in many ways or see it in a different light. And I think that's important too. That's,
1: that's a really good point. The very anxiety in itself. Is fear of the future. Mm-hmm. So people who have anxiety very often have a hard time um, being in the present. They, they're worried about the future. Mm-hmm. And they project kind of things that happened in the past exactly. into the future. Yes. And have very hard time dealing with uncertainty. But there is a real a real art form and a real skill of learning how to be in the present moment. And that is really a place where you're accepting the now. You're not judging things. You're not looking at should have, would have, you're not right. looking at wishing or wanting. Yeah. You're focusing your energy on being in the now. And then as you say, then you can actually be present in the moment and smell the flowers. Yeah. Hear the birds.
0: Yeah.
1: You can you can Work with your your thoughts. you can um, pay attention to the food you're eating, you know, yeah. the conversations you're having. And that is a huge skill mm-hmm. in learning how to calm your anxiety down.
0: Mm-hmm. and 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 so, so necessary for us to do that. because, as you're saying, and I was thinking about that too, we spend most of our time either thinking about the past or the future. Very little in the present. And the present is the, the time that really matters. That's where, you know, things come into action. That's when we have to move forward. And yeah. if you're just being driven by those two, you're you're stuck. You're stagnant and uh, yeah. not a good state to be in. A lot a, of no people period.
1: feel that stuck, that um, feeling of wanting something different, but mm-hmm. not knowing what it is that they want. hmm And that's a lot of step five is figuring out what it is that we want. And once we figure out what it is that we want, we can start climbing the ladder with baby steps to get to somewhere different.
0: Wonderful. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome discussion. So, Michelle Bitton, you're, you're a health and wellness coach and educator. Your book is called The Instant Anxiety Solution. Five Simple Steps to Quiet Your Mind and Achieve Calm. Uh, we talked about your five-step alarm. So the different uh, steps, you give a lot of examples there as well. And you have different strategies that you've included. So highly recommend it. And thank you so much for being on the Rasha's World.
1: Thank you for having me. Take care. Thanks.